Hello and welcome back to season two of Fertility Talks, the Therapy Fertility Podcast. I'm your host, Renee Von Medding, and I'm so excited to be back hosting our second season of this podcast, bringing you honest conversation about infertility and fertility treatment in Ireland. Each week, I'll be sitting down with a different guest and chatting all things fertility. As always, our hope through this series is that through honest conversation and information, we can strip away some of the stigma that sometimes comes hand in hand with infertility and fertility treatment. This week, I'm very excited to say that we have a very special guest with us in studio to talk about her egg freezing journey. Welcome, Michelle. Hi, thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. Um, so let, let's introduce you to, to our listeners. Um, yeah, tell us a bit about yourself. Where are you from? So I'm Michelle. Uh, I'm from Westmeads, but I actually live in London. Uh, I am 33, 34 in April, terrifying. <laughs> um, yeah, and I'm just so excited to have gone through the journey and hopefully then by sharing it with everybody today, it'll kind of bring awareness and make people bite the bullet and just go for it. Well, it's amazing that you're talking about it because I think there's nothing more helpful than someone actually talking about their own experience Absolutely. Um, and talking to someone who's kind of been through it. So it's really great to have you here today and I really appreciate you being so honest and, and open about your journey oh. uh, through egg freezing. So um, tell us, what is your job? So I look after, I actually work for therapy clinic. <laughs> I, I head up the operations for the UK side of our business. Um, so I've been with therapy for nine years and yeah, we're in a massive expansion over in the UK. So yeah, loving what I do. So you're busy. You're really busy, busy on a day-to-day -day basis. Happily busy, loving busy. So now is not a good time for you to talk about maybe perhaps you know expanding your family and having kids is that right to say yeah like I, I to be honest it's I'm kids obsessed I think we need to get that like start like I'm <laughs> absolutely kids obsessed I definitely will have kids not just I want to have kids I absolutely will mm. have kids but somehow I blinked and I'm 33 I don't know how yeah. it happened I was 21 yesterday and I blinked and I'm 33 and one thing that I absolutely hate is in this background you've got like a tick tock tick tock mm. Um, and you hear a lot of people, well, definitely I know a lot of my mates, a lot of my friends, they're getting to that age where they're like, oh, I have to have kids or, you know, I have to make a decision. Like, do I keep going on my career journey or do I stop and I have kids? And I just hate that. I hated that. I don't think there should be any pressure at all. So, but there is. There definitely is pressure. Huge. And I think, uh, you know, this is generalization, but more so for women, because, you know, as you, you know, reach your mid 30s, it is just a fact that egg quality and quantity does decline very steadily in your mid 30s. So that's usually the age at which yeah. women generally are like. But it's, it's, oh. don't they say from 35 onwards, you're classified as a geriatric mum? Oh, yeah. You, you know, like even that in itself, that really yeah. infuriates me, you mm -hmm. know. And as you say, one thing that there's not enough awareness of is, you know, the egg quality and egg quantity and every single year that goes by both your quality and your quantity reduce yeah and that is, happens from the yeah. like from yeah from forever like, yeah, but exactly. it, but it like rapidly increases yeah once, once you, you get hit. into your 30s yeah. the yeah, lovely yeah, yeah. 30s <laughs> um but yeah like it's it's something that 
I just don't want to have that pressure. So for me, like 90% of my mates, like they're all yummy mummies of one, two, three, four kids. And they're so, so happy, but they never, they never were obsessed with their career. Like, mm. and I, I've kept myself really lucky that I don't look at my job as a job. Like it's a vocation. I love what I do. And right now where I'm at, to think to, 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 to stop that, it just it's not the right time for me like I love kids but I do not want to have kids right now I love my life I love the journey that I'm on and if I got to my late 30s and you know I really was like right at least now by going through this process I have that security you know I have my 33 year old gorgeous healthy eggs and they're on ice Uh, my eggs are eggs are on ice at the minute and it just means that I've given myself a safety blanket and I can choose what I want to do with my 30s instead of feeling like I'm pressured to say okay stop everything have kids because you're getting at that age I don't think that's fair and I think it's really important for people listening to know that this is not an insurance policy no because sometimes people think like oh yeah sure you freeze your eggs and then if you run into trouble conceiving naturally Naturally, you'll have no bother. You can do IVF with those not frozen eggs. Yeah. And it, that's not the case. No, because actually, so once you freeze the eggs, like we have to remember, like anything, those eggs have to be thawed out. So as you, de- whenever somebody decides to use those eggs, if they decide to use them, I may never use these eggs. Mm. But if I did decide to use them, the number that I got will reduce at each stage of kind of like the thawing out process. Then, you know, you have to fertilize that, create an embryo, then that embryo has to be successful. Then you have to do the transfer yeah. the transfer has to work so by no means is it is it an insurance policy but it is it's a it, peace of mind to know that I have a number of eggs there that will give me a good chance that two things I can choose to use them in my later 30s I could use a sperm donor like if I haven't found the perfect partner which mm-hmm. doesn't bother me again that doesn't phase me at all or let's say I find the perfect partner. I go forward, I have a child. By the time I want to give that child a sibling, I'm at an age now where that might be difficult. Mm. So I've also got some sort of opportunity where I could use those eggs for siblings. Yeah. So there's just so many options that you can do. But again, it's not guaranteed, but it does give you more It's of kind a of doing blanket. something instead of doing nothing. Exactly, be proactive yeah. about it. You yeah. know, I've taken that clock, that TikTok clock away and yeah. that, that's so important. And me. I suppose it's not for everyone because some people like, you know, you could have come in and and you know talked about your chances how successful that that cycle would be and then kind of decided with the you know the the options that would give me actually maybe it would be time to actually think very seriously about when I want to have kids you know so for some people they might come in to talk about egg freezing and then be like actually maybe now is the time to put that career on hold but obviously for you this was the right thing to do and you know it's going to be different for every person exactly and that's one thing I actually loved about the process so uh, when I went in for my consultation bear in mind that I knew nothing about egg freezing until we opened therapy fertility so knowing nothing about it like I'd seen it probably like in movies Mm -hmm. and things like that definitely my friends were all inquiring once I decided to do it and they but they never talked about it they never looked into it so when I decided right okay that's something I'm really really interested in because of where I am in my life I went for the consultation and the first thing that the head nurse did was actually find out why I was here it wasn't like okay you're here you're having it done it was very much is this the right thing for you are you in the right time of life are you in the right frame of mind you know what do you hope to gain from this and I think that's a lovely way to approach it because you know I walked away way with different questions so when I made the decision to have this done I was 100% confident you know I knew that I had researched it I had thought about it and the guys 
I, they just honestly they just made me feel so comfortable but they really did care about why I was there first and foremost yeah okay so when you decided that you were going to go for it um what did that look like how long did it take um and how is how is that process it actually took me like I did my consultation I'm gonna say the end of August mm. and it wasn't until the end of November that I really that, that I booked in you yeah. know so I had decided probably in like October I was definitely gonna do it but again been busy in London you know actually getting around to make that call and make that booking so August was the first consultation and then I made the booking in November and I started the process on New Year's Eve um, so it was about a th- three or four months, but again, there was no pressure. There was no one ringing saying, oh, we did a consult, like, are you ready to go? Yeah, yeah. You know, it was so professional because it, it's a medical treatment, you know, and the guys just want to make sure if you do go and go ahead with this, that it's your decision. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, about three or four months for me. So you had the initial investigations. What did that look like? Scans, bloods? Yeah, yeah, all of the, all of the above. Um, so uh, the first And I consult- know you don't like needles. I am terrified of needles, terrified of needles. For a woman who gets Botox every few months, I'm terrified <laughs> of needles. Um, but but I went for the consultation and on the very first day I had my bloods done just to check obviously that everything was okay. I had an internal scan just to actually see how was the womb, the ovaries, how was everything looking. Was that the first time you've ever had one of those? No, actually. Um, I have PCOS, I have polycystic ovaries and my polycystic ovaries the cysts actually they rupture um so once or twice a year I will have a ruptured cyst so obviously years ago when this started when I was 19 they didn't have a clue what was happening to me mm. so I had many laparoscopies which is keyhole surgery taking away cysts on the mm. ovaries and many internal ultrasounds yeah. so I guess for me it was something I was used to but um again I'm sure there's a lot of people that may go for this process that that's their first time but it is super, super easy. Like it is, it's, it's really, it's a really easy process. And they really put you at ease, don't they? Honestly, the nurses. they're trained. Yeah. Honestly, like I know that they're all trained, don't get me wrong, yeah. to have good bedside manner, but it's like they're trained how to relax you. Yeah. The minute you walk in, everybody, I think you walk in, you get such a family feel. That's mm-hmm. one thing that I really felt from the whole process. Um, but yeah, like the scan was so quick. What I love, and I don't know, because obviously I've never had fertility treatment like this before, but you see everything. You know, you're lying there having the scan with this massive TV in front of you is what I call it. And like the guys, they got to show me like the lining of my womb and this is what my ovaries were. And it's, I don't know, I just find it absolutely fascinating. Yeah. Like, so it's almost like an education piece while you're having the scan done, which yeah. I loved. Um, so then... There's a portal that you're you're registered on with Therapy Fertility and every single thing they go through with you in the consultation. And for me, this is really important. <laughs> every single thing they go through with you, they follow up in the portal because I am a goose. Like I will forget everything. You'll be nodding along like, like, yeah, no yeah. problem. Yeah, 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 yeah. And <laughs> then afterwards you're like, I have no idea what she just said <laughs> to me. Literally, literally to a T. And so when, when I actually went home, so I had my scans, I had my blood, I had my information. They, you know, made sure it was the right thing for me. Explained again, it's not insurance, you know, it, it's a safety net about the thawing out process and, you know, when, if I decide to use them. So when I went home that evening, you know, my mom was like, so, you know, how did you get on? What did they say? And I was like, oh my God. Don't remember. Um, <laughs> hold on one moment. So when I went on to the portal, every single thing that was discussed with me was there. A couple of days later, my bloods were there. Mm. The pictures of my scan were there. Yeah. And also there's loads of resources as well so that you can educate yourself. So, so I you found can go that on really and watch helpful. videos. And yeah, super, things, super yeah. helpful. So not only are the guys great, but the actual resources that you have post consultation to really back up your decision yeah. is all readily available. And I thought that was actually really good as yeah. well. Yeah. Let's circle back to 
the PCOS yeah. that you mentioned was that another factor in kind of deciding to do this uh, for sure for sure that was definitely a big factor for me I think like any normal uh, lady who's probably at my age has thought about this if they're you know if they're in the same frame of mind but what heightened it for me was anybody with PCOS they're not saying it's guaranteed but there's a risk that you know your quality and your quantity of your eggs can reduce that bit faster and mm-hmm. um, so both like career and life factors and then PCOS on top of it that's why it probably became such a no-brainer if I wasn't running around London loving life for three or four months I probably would have done it a month later yeah, you know yeah. I probably wouldn't have even have waited that long yeah so PCOS definitely was a big factor definitely a big factor for me yeah okay let's go back to the actual process so once you decided you were going to do it in December um how did you get your medication your prescription that was given to you yeah, yeah. actually good question because that terrified me um so Bringing it back to me, been terrified about needles. Um, Grania, who obviously heads up fertility, uh, the one thing I asked her at the start, and I was like, "Am I going to have to inject myself?" Uh, <laughs> Were you hoping that a nurse would come out to your house every day? I was and just do hoping she'd say no. You just take a tablet. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, obviously, you do, which is fine. It's called subcutaneous injections, yeah. so they are really, really, really fine needles that you inject just into your tummy. So you just squeeze a little bit of the fat on your tummy, and you just inject there. But when I went up, it was New Year's Eve and uh, I had to, I got my prescription. I was going ahead with it. And From your own pharmacy. Yes. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Your prescription is sent to a pharmacy and you pick it up. It was a full bag. It was a full, like. Were you in, like, what yeah, the hell like, do you I know, do with all of literally, this? Literally, it was a Boots carrier bag and it was just full of boxes. And I was like, how am I going to inject that many? But because you don't know how many days in total, you could be injected for two weeks or And 10 sometimes days. the medication is adjusted exactly. in the middle of the cycle. So you might need more, you might need less. Exactly. Yeah. So they give you more than you need. Mm. So that was pretty daunting. And then again, been a goose and a featherhead. I came home with this bag going, oh my God, they told me what I need to do with this. And I don't know what. I need to do with it so you're like, I was like portal <laughs> <laughs> literally I was like portal so I went in and yeah as the guys do they every single thing step by step but not only do they have the step by step written down for you they tell you then which video to go into mm. so depending on the medication you need to inject because there's lots of different options of medication so yeah and the portal covers you know IVF and it, it, it covers everything mm. so so many different medications depending on the treatment someone's having you pick the medication and the video tells you step by step from taking the needle out of the box yeah 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 to how you how you get the open right, it yeah everything how you take the lid off yeah <laughs> just open it and yeah. then they have this like a little cushion where it's, it obviously emulates your tummy and it shows you how to inject so started that I truly did think that I was going to be able to get somebody else to do it for me but how I long did it pull. take you to do the first injection to like just get the courage up to I do know, it because it does like the first one is just it's like mind over matter yeah oh uh, you're like I'm gonna do it I'm yeah, gonna do it I, I, do you know what I remember I was actually in my aunt's house uh, I was in my aunt's house that night she's she's like a second mum and I was like Dolores like I just will, will you do it and she was like no you need to do it yourself because yeah because you're you gonna have, to, have do to do it yeah. exactly um so I the, she was there and I was like I, you can't watch me you if, if you watch me I'm gonna stall or I'll break the needle or anyway so I went down to the toilet and I literally just like I what worked really well for me is focusing on my breathing so mm. I did a lot of d- deep breaths and then I just kept deep breathing mm-hmm. and as I was doing it before I knew it the needle was in and then I was just like pressing it down so really once I got over kind of like the fright and I went to do it less than two minutes okay. like no word of a lie and I'm terrified of needles yeah um and then each evening I'm not gonna lie I did the same process 
freaked out, deep breathing, did the needle, done. So all in all, like I set a reminder because you have to do it at the same time every evening. So a reminder went off at 7.30 p.m. every single evening to go to the fridge because you keep all your needles in the fridge. And by 7.45 every evening, I was done and back sitting down. So, you know, super, super easy process. And did you find them painful? Like actually once you did them? No, do you know what? Actually, I found, but this is just probably me being mad, is that I, once I was injecting on the right-hand side of my tummy, it was yeah. absolutely fine. And one night, which was the second, night I said well I injected on the right last night I'll inject on the left tonight and I actually found that so much sore so I never injected on the left side again it's weird are you right-handed yeah maybe it's something to do with like the the kind of angle it went in at if you were doing yeah. it with the, you know yeah weird. maybe maybe it's, but they don't they say you have a male and female side of your brain yeah and it could have just don't been have a pain yeah, threshold yeah. so maybe it was the male side <laughs> <laughs> I think but, some people would disagree with that but <laughs> <laughs> but it was a uh, yeah it was and I, I did it do you know what on that night you have to obviously you, I was 150 units so like then when I pressed it down it got down to 25 and you have to keep going till it's zero so I did have to re-inject to get the other 25 yeah. back in so I probably was maybe just been a bit clumsy but yeah, that was yeah. one night out of the what 10 nights that I injected and every other night it was it was so fine I don't yeah. have a fear of pain it's something breaking my skin and there was no pain and it was so quick and I would do it again I would do the whole process again yeah. tomorrow like there was no stress with it at all okay so once you had gone through this was it 10 days in total of injections yeah I did it I injected from New Year's Eve which was the Friday Mm -hmm. right up until the Monday week was my last injection so roughly about 10 days and during that time how many times did you actually have to physically come back to the clinic to you know have a scan yeah so I had a scan before I started the medication just to make sure that everything was okay Mm -hmm. and then once I started the medication I came back a week later just to see how everything was going and so that was one scan again and then they were trying to decide whether I would have my collection done on the following Wednesday or Friday depending on how everything was going but it was just going really really well there was a lot of follicles on my left ovary so they brought me back in for a second scan on the Monday and still weren't sure whether it would be the Wednesday or Friday but pretty confident it would be the Wednesday and then once they saw the scan on the Monday they were like you are coming in on Wednesday yeah because um, they have to be careful not to overstimulate exactly. and to not wait for too long and then yeah. things have just kind of gone a bit too many too many but you can feel it because obviously the more that you're stimulating the area the more follicles that are growing you know you can feel it like you're a little bit bloated you know you at the end of the day like the follicles are getting quite large so like you can feel the weight of that on your ovaries and not that it's uncomfortable it's not sore I don't mean that in any way but you you can feel there's something yeah like I saw you on the Monday and (laughs) you definitely could feel it and you were you've said to me that you felt it more on one side than the other like you can feel it like you know a lot of people in their normal cycle might be able to feel like which side they're ovulating from you know so you can feel when things are like moving and growing and if you think about a normal cycle as like you're you know growing one mature egg and you're potentially growing 10 20 30 yeah you know of course you're gonna feel it's it crazy yeah, yeah, yeah it's crazy what your body can do and what you can stimulate like I just find the whole process so fascinating but like I remember for that scan on the Monday in particularly that was the scan you were with me yeah. for on, on the Monday do you remember when uh, the nurse was looking at the right ovary and she was like oh yeah there's a few and then she went over to the left and she was like wow okay there's a lot there yeah we're definitely going to bring you in on the Wednesday and 
and that's and I had said I could feel it so much on my left side um again I just found it so fascinating that one can respond more you know and you can feel what's happening in your yeah. body but again it's important to say it wasn't sore um you know it wasn't like I you know it wasn't affecting me at all but you can just feel what's happening in your body so when they decided it was going to be on the Wednesday that you'd have the egg collection you had to take a trigger injection so your final injection and when yes. did you take that that was on the Monday night so the trigger definitely triggered me so um I guess just to say I know a few people who have had this process done and everybody has different experiences and some of the girls that I know that had it done they really felt the medication because like remember you're injecting yourself with hormones every single night so so many of the girls that I know they kind of felt quite hormonal like with with the hormonal medication I was lucky enough I I didn't feel any different it didn't affect me in the slightest except for 15 minutes at half seven o'clock every night um and then the Monday they said until the trigger until the trigger and Uh, then you were like what the (laughs) hell is happening to me I was mental and so they uh they say you have to it's exactly 36 hours from trigger to collection so it literally just gets everything going and that was on the Monday night so the Tuesday I woke up, I was fine, absolutely grand. And then around lunchtime, I started to feel a little bit like, whoa, I'm getting a little bit hot flushes and <laughs> a little bit dizzy. And then I felt nauseous. And great thing, again, bringing it back to the portal and the nursing team. Straight away, I contacted the nurse. I said, this is how I'm feeling today. Is this normal? Within five minutes, I had a response back saying, absolutely, 100% normal. Your body now thinks you're pregnant. <laughs> um, so for that reason, it's the same symptoms in the sense that like, you know, you can feel a little bit nauseous or, you know, you might get a little bit flustered. Just don't feel like yourself. Exactly. Yeah. And so I really felt it. Like I felt like there was a lot going on. Mm. But once you know something's normal, you don't mind, you know. Yeah, because you're like, okay, I'm expecting this. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So um, yeah, they triggered everything. And then uh, that was on the Tuesday and my collection was on the Wednesday. So I was booked in for 10.15 on the Wednesday morning. And that like I was gone back out by two o'clock like that. The whole process that in itself was so easy. Do you remember anything about the actual egg collection? Um, well, I guess the process, I guess, so just to anybody that's thinking of having it done, like I went in a quarter past 10, they did my weight, they did my blood pressure, things like that. And I was brought in then for the collection at 11 o'clock. So when you're brought in, there's like about three people around you. You've got your doctor and your two nurses and they do your blood pressure. They put like a bung in your arm um, to give you medication and they kind of hold your legs in place. because So like, you know, nothing's moving or anything. And the medication that they give you, you are awake for this procedure, okay? So you're not gone under full anesthetic, um, but you are giving medication, given medication to kind of make you a little bit like, you know, relaxed and, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a strong painkiller. So that medication, what I hear kind of wipes your memories a little bit in a good yeah, way. Yeah, I think it prevents you from laying down like short-term memories. Yeah. So anything yeah. that kind of happens in that time. Yeah. You're kind of, you're you're aware for it, but you don't remember it. Yeah, which is gas, which is like, I was so worried afterwards because I'm <laughs> what did I say? <laughs> I, I literally was saying to you guys, I was like, oh my God, what did I say? I haven't it done. The only thing I do remember, and a lot of the doctors say is that you can release a lot of emotions when you're mm. having it done. Yeah, I no, def- a lot of people cry during yeah. it. It's very, very normal. I definitely cried. Yeah. Uh, I remember flashes of crying but not like like just just emotional crying and Mm. that's it yeah that's all I remember then I woke up in the recovery area and wanted to go to sleep which I did yeah yeah um how did you feel afterwards were you sore because it is obviously you know 
you're putting your body through a lot yeah. so how yeah. did you feel in the kind of days after so that day I went back I went I went home and I was very tired very very tired so like I kind of was very drowsy and I slept mm-hmm. a lot like that night I was kind of in and out of it that night and then I woke up on the Thursday and yeah I was I was I was quite sore on the Thursday so I would advise anybody just book the day definitely off, take that take day. it off because like your body has gone through so much so I was very very tender like to sit to kind of sit um I was so bloated like super 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 bloated um you know like again you've a lot of hormones so like my my boobs are really sore um I wasn't so emotional on that day Mm. but definitely I was quite tender like you know and getting kind of cramps and kind of waves of cramps but like again talking to some people like they could go through an egg collection and maybe get like three eggs or four eggs I the medication everything worked so well with me that they took 17 eggs that's a huge number huge number and they froze 16 of my eggs that's amazing so you can only imagine how much work was done inside so no wonder I was like it makes complete sense that obviously Mm. I I could really feel it but again really positive results so happy days are you really happy with that number oh can't I can't get over it when I talk to other people and like everybody's journey is different Mm. and it's a sensitive topic because you know not everybody might get that amount of eggs and sure. a lot of people could do this two three four five oh times. I have I have so many friends who've done this multiple times yeah. and, and it's it's really hard when you get like a really low number of course and it is so in- individualized yeah. like what you're gonna get Exa- exactly like and that's why it's like I kind of like I'm really happy with it but I also said that without been like oh like that's great like I understand yeah. it is quite sensitive for for some people um but I had a really good result and then again really tender on the Thursday and one thing definitely everybody should know is that it's so normal then to experience completely different emotions Mm. you know you spend 10 days injecting hormones into your body and then that gorgeous trigger medication you know um and all that medication and hormones have to leave your body Mm -hmm. so you know you do go through a process where you know your emotions can be up and down quite lethargic like you know a little bit tired um and then you get like almost the same as like period pains Mm -hmm. so like you do get like pains and kind of the lower abdomen around the ovaries but I was back to work on the Friday happily back to work like that today's Monday so this is what four days ago like four or five days ago and I I feel perfect like you know as in I'm full of beans you know so (laughs) again you know let's be be aware that it's normal for the medication to leave your body that you do feel emotional with it be ready for some pains nothing that salpidine isn't going to sort out there's nothing that's going to stop you driving or doing anything just give yourself 24 hours after the procedure and it's absolutely perfect yeah and just mind yourself because you know some people might take a bit longer and some people may want less time you know just it depends yeah some of my mates they were back to work the next day and then I have other ladies that I know that were four days recovering afterwards that they just needed to take a little bit extra time everybody's different like just listen to your body so you're really happy with the outcome and let me ask you this would you do it again and are you planning on doing it again would I do it again yes tomorrow Mm -hmm. like the procedure was so easy honest to god it was absolutely so so seamless and stream and streamlined but when will I do it again I think before the end of 2022 Mm -hmm. I will do it again And the reason that I will do it again is 
when you have let's say you collect five eggs or three eggs or 30 eggs you know they're they're what would you say like you have your best your second best your third best your fourth best so even if you have 20 eggs or four eggs you still have a first second third fourth Mm -hmm. so I believe it's a good idea to do it a second time anyway so you have two bests you have two second best mm-hmm. you know two thirds um so I personally will definitely do it again um but I have no need to to think that I need to do it anytime soon I've got 16 eggs I'm yeah. very lucky yeah um I will do it again just for peace of mind before the end yeah. of the year amazing um we have some questions that yes. people have sent in we asked on our social channels if anyone had any questions they wanted to ask you personally as I said it's like there's nothing better than getting to actually ask someone who's been through it so one of the questions that we got a lot of was did it hurt <laughs> which is you know something we've talked mm-hmm. about but yeah did, what part hurt if I was to generalize that answer I have to say no okay but there there is there is some form of uncomfortableness Mm -hmm. so the procedure itself as I said I had very strong painkillers in me (laughs) I do not remember the procedure so the answer to did it hurt with the procedure I have to say no because I I don't remember it probably did hurt but you don't remember exactly I don't (laughs) remember feeling it at all that evening on the Wednesday you know I was slightly tender but I was mm. in and out of sleep so the biggest thing for me was the day after mm. where I was very bloated I was sore I was a little bit tender to sit down but again if you forecast to have that day of rest and just like watch movies read a book just chill out that's that's it you know so it's no it didn't hurt but there's definitely an element of kind of tenderness after it's, the treatment it's not comfortable yeah. at points I'm sure yeah you know no one wants to be injecting themselves yeah you know oh the injections no like as in one thing anybody who's worried about the injections do they hurt no absolutely not they are so thin I was so worried about them but then they you are you can hardly so, see the needles oh they're gosh. tiny yeah. they're so thin no the injections are fine the procedure I don't remember and the day after I was tender honest to god Okay, amazing. Um, Someone wanted to know, is it actually Dr. Kennedy who does the egg collection? Yes, Dr. Kennedy did my egg collection. I was so happy to see a friendly face there. Um, So yeah, Dr. Kennedy does the egg collection and how lucky are we to say that Dr. Kennedy is doing the egg collection, the best fertility doctor in Ireland. He's amazing, isn't he? He's amazing. Okay. Personally and professionally, he's just a really good guy. He is, he is. Um, Is this your first egg collection procedure this is my first egg collection but it won't be your last it won't be my last I'll (laughs) definitely go a second time okay someone else wants to know how long did the process take from your first consultation to end result so uh, first consultation I booked in four months later and then from starting the medication it was 10 days Okay, cool. Yeah, there's a lot of, is it sore? Is it sore? Does it hurt? I think that's something that kind of puts people off. Yeah, no need, honestly. Like I, but I can't say I don't understand the questions because I was terrified. You know, I definitely was terrified, but the biggest saving grace to me was the portal. Like I used to, like I still do. And I know they probably said I was probably like a nightmare client because I was just like, is this normal? (laughs) Am I going to feel this? But I, I, I used the nurse's you know their information and their care as much as I could to put my own mind at ease and they were just always there to just calm you like as in yeah so there's nothing to worry about um another question is what would you say to someone who is thinking about getting their eggs frozen I would say don't think do (laughs) you know and it it really is like there's, there's not enough awareness and I hope that like and I love that you're doing the podcast and I love that like you know therapy fertility fertility is just really getting the awareness out there I really really strongly advise anybody who's thinking of it 
just research it and you know go for your consultation and then make your own decision but don't sit there and think about it because unfortunately and I hate saying this because the reason I got it done was for this reason time isn't a luxury for somebody in like their early 30s and you shouldn't mid 30s late 30s whatever age you're at you shouldn't have to feel pressured so for such a quick easy procedure that takes the clock away takes the pressure away gives you reassurance peace of mind why would you think about it and say oh that's something I'd love to do and then you're still saying that in three years when you've depleted your eggs you've depleted the quality it just doesn't make sense to think about it if you're thinking about it there's a reason for it. So have the consultation and just do it because there's no downside, there's no negatives and you don't ever have to use them if you don't want to, but they're always there they're if you there. do. They're there, yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, final question. Um, are you happy with your decision to get your eggs frozen? I'm more than happy, more than happy to the point that, as I said, like I would happily have this done again in the morning and I will have this done again before the end of the year. And I do count myself extremely lucky for the number of eggs that I got. But regardless of any I collected or I I got collected, the fact that I've done this now, like I can't express, I have my treatment and my procedure on the Wednesday. So I have the collection on the Wednesday. Take away the emotional and the, and the, the tenderness on the Thursday. The actual release as a person that I felt on that Thursday going, oh my God, it's done. Like, I don't have to worry about having to make this decision or feel pressured or, you know, or just having to worry. Like, I will have kids. I want to have kids. I'm kids obsessed, but I don't want to have them right now. Mm -hmm. I'm sick of that clock counting down. And now for the first time in my 30s, and which will be for the a, a good few more years of my 30s, I'm like, just live life. Enjoy it. Like, I just I'm so happy to get to live my life the way I want to now and know that I can use those eggs if and when I want to at any time. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story and it's been a pleasure to chat. Thanks for having me. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Fertility Talks, the Therapy Fertility Podcast. If you have, please rate, review and subscribe. For more information on the services we offer, you can visit www.therapyfertility.com.